The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. We are so glad that you are here for another another week, another adventure, another magical day, another magical day, I should say. Yeah, sorry about last week, folks. Well, the truth of the matter is we had a little bit of technical difficulty because... We are setting up a new podcast studio. Yeah, we're trying to be fancy. We got a home studio. That's right. So we're setting that up, and uh, inevitably, when you uh, add new technology, there's going to be bumps. So we're experiencing some bumps right now. So that's why, you know, we may sound a little bit different. We're going to fine tune things and hopefully uh, get on track as uh, as soon as humanly possible. We busy girl. We don't got time to go into the studio all the time. Yeah, so that's why we built, that's why we uh, set up the studio here in the house. And eventually, we'll get it right. And uh, so thanks for your patience. And as always, we do try to get these episodes out every Monday. And as soon as we get the studio out, uh, with some level of consistency, we will get back on track. So thank you for your patience is what we're trying to say. And by the way, I want to say uh, there was a really nice mother and daughter who came up to us at a McDonald's and where, where Zumbroda, Zumbroda, Minnesota, you were in the bathroom or you were up, you were up at the counter. I was probably stuffing my face. So. No, you're getting your Sunday. Mm-hmm. There was a nice uh, daughter mother that came up to us in the McDonald's in Zumbroda, Minnesota and was like, hi, I don't mean to interrupt you, but we listened to your podcast and they were very sweet. And the little girl was a doll. She looked like she had just come from Walt Disney world. So to the mother and the daughter whose name I apologize I did not get. Um, it was a pleasure meeting you, and uh, thank you so much for listening. So uh, this this episode is going to be, uh, we wanted to get this up a few weeks ago, but uh, but alas, again, uh, we're getting this studio set up, so uh, we couldn't. But this episode is uh, very timely, given the fact that it is the fabulous October. <laughs> It is all about Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. And we're going to give this through kind of two different perspectives. Colin and I did this, what was it, about a month ago? It was sometime in August. Sometime in August. Oh, actually, we were there on the very first day. Mm-hmm. The very first day of Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. August 16th, according to the website. Oh, was it August 16th? I don't know. It says that's the first day of Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. Well, girl, that's when we were there, I guess, because we were there literally on the very first Friday. And then more recently, I was there solo, and maybe we'll do an episode of how to, you know, just Walt Disney World by yourself and what that was like. Now, truth be told, I was only there not even a full day. I was there for a few hours at night on a a Thursday and then for a few hours on a Friday morning. But you could take what you did and extrapolate that to an entire week or weekend or whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. I, I mean, I will say right off the bat. It was fun, but then again, I I don't mind being by myself. I'm an only child. Which is why it'll be a good episode, because I do mind being by myself. Yeah, Colin can do maybe about eight hours, and then the pumpkin, or then the carriage turns into a pumpkin. I, however... Yeah, I enjoyed it. But we'll, but so as we go through this episode, we'll talk about Mickey's Not-So-Scary scary Halloween Party through 
um, uh, our first trip when we were there together, and then, of course, my solo trip. And again, keep in mind, we are talking about this through the lens of two adults. Um, this this event really is catered, I would believe, I do believe, a little bit more toward families and kids. But we did find some things that were great for adults, and that's why we're doing this episode. Bottom line, Kyle, do you kind of want to explain what it is for the Disney novice, the Disney World novice? So uh, it, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is a ticketed event at Magic Kingdom after park close. So, like, they close the park early on these nights. It's usually like 7 o'clock, I think. No, the park stays open. Yeah, the park stays Until normal hours or whatever, yeah. like 9 o'clock or whatever. But if you have a ticket to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, you can get in starting at like 7. And then when the park closes at 9 to the general public, everyone else gets to stay that has a ticket. And they convert it over to be very Halloween-themed beyond what it is normally. Yeah, perfect. And they have just yeah a Halloween party. There's all kinds of, there's parades. There's special food items. You go trick-or-treating. Yeah, the, the, the cool thing about it, if you are listening and you do have a family, again, we welcome all. But... If you do have kids, the the cool thing about it is the fact that there are trick-or-treat spots throughout the Magic Kingdom. How great is that? And they're marked by these kind of lit towers that say trick-or-treat area. And you can go in and you can get your treats. And they do allow the kids to dress up in costumes. And adults can adults can wear costumes too, but you just cannot wear masks. Yeah, I say to a point. To yeah. a point, yeah. They don't allow you to wear masks. And uh, you, you can't be fully fully you can't wear you can't bring like fake weapons and stuff like that um but the kids the little kiddos can dress up i saw some really cute costumes uh when i was there solo so it is a traditional halloween party and as colin said there are some special things uh some of the rides have a halloween layer over them uh, there are special treats in some of the restaurants starbucks has um some special bakery items. So there's, there's things catered that are made just for for the Halloween season for Mickey's Halloween party. And of course the parade, um, the parade and the show, and we'll get into all of that. But first we're going to take a small break and uh, hear from our friends at travel leaders back right after this. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney world resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime. And enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To start planning a magical Disney vacation with a Travel Leaders Advisor, visit tvlleaders.com slash tfg. That's tvlleaders.com slash tfg. Welcome back, everybody. Talking about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And uh, like I said, there are... Some special shows, there's a special parade, there's special fireworks, there's actually, there's a new show and new fireworks this season, and I, and like I said, we saw the very first day of the new shows. We were there on the very first day of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party in August. So, let's talk about the fireworks. Kyle, what did you think of the fireworks? I actually was pleasantly surprised. Um, so they do the same thing they do for, um, Happily Ever After, which the they have the projections on the castle. All that was fine. But Jack Skellington from a night, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas is your host for the evening. And it's super cool because if you've ever seen, um, like, The Lion King on Broadway, how they do the Timon character where they have, like, a puppeteer dressed in black that you can't see. And then they've got Jack Skelly, Skellington. Skellison. I keep... 
stumbling over that. Yeah. His feet are attached to the puppeteer's feet, and then his hands are on sticks that the puppeteer holds. So he's standing out in front of him, and you could I could not see that puppeteer at all. And Jack is lit. And no, and we were really close. We were, close. we were close to the castle. And Jack is probably what eight nine feet tall. Yeah. So it looks so real. And that was super cool, I thought. Yeah, if you're familiar with Happily Ever After, the the current nighttime spectacular, The Magic Kingdom, it is, it's that, but um, in a Halloween format. Um, so it's very Halloween themed with, with different music, scarier music. Um, the, the projections on the castle are themed very much. I mean, uh, the, the thing that I noticed too, there's a lot more, um, of the Fab Five, you see a lot more of Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pluto, and Goofy. Um, but really cool and so different from the usual happily ever after that you see at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, it's got a different name and everything. It's the not-so-spooky spectacular is the fireworks show. And then, like you said, with the Fab Five and the characters, they do have meet-and-greets and character appearances that you don't see during normal Disney hours, like the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, you see them. Now, so that's great. So if you go... I would almost say the fireworks is well, about 30% worth your time. There's also the parade that we got to see. And uh, look, admittedly, Colin and I are not much for the parades. I actually think of parades as an op- <laughs> I look at parades as an opportunity to ride the rides with shorter weights. That's how I, I look at, I look at the parades as a great opportunity, not so much as entertainment. I'm just not a parade kind of guy. Kyle, I think you agree on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen one, you've seen them all. But this parade for Mickey's not so scary Halloween party was really cool. I mean, plus it's one of the three big original shows specifically made for this event, this ticketed event. And I really liked it. I mean, you, you get to see characters and villains that you don't normally get to see highlighted at the Magic Kingdom or at any Disney park for that matter. I, and plus it's at night and a nighttime parade, be it the electrical parade, um, at Disneyland, a nighttime parade, I have to admit, kind of captures me. And I really liked this. Yeah. And like you said, with the characters, you don't normally get to see the big one. I think, um, did we not see the headless horseman? Um, the headless horseman was there. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was super cool. Yeah, it was, I liked it. It was, try to get there. Um, I was a little late when I, when I did this by myself. I was a little late getting there, um, for the parade for my solo venture, but we did get it for that very first day. And it's great and the music's cool and everybody's just in the mood. And again, you look around and you see all the kiddos, um, dressed in the costumes. I, I, I really liked it. Now, there is also a Hocus Pocus-themed show that I believe is new for this year, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But again, if you're a grown-up and a... The Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular. I will say I'm 45, to give you some perspective, and Hocus Pocus kind of missed me. It did not miss Colin. It's a movie that that Colin loves. Near and dear to my heart. Okay, so so this is great. I will tell you, as a grown-up... I didn't need to see this. I could have easily have left um, before this. I think this was a little too kiddie for me. Maybe you disagree. Actually, I do agree. It is a little kiddie. The only reason I liked it was the nostalgia factor for me. But it felt cheesy. It felt corny. Like the dialogue. The only cool thing is um, they so the three witches from Hocus Pocus come out and they do this whole thing. And then they have all these villains come out. And I love a good Disney villain. So that was the fun part for me because, like, if you remember, Oogie Boogie comes out. Yeah. And um, the voodoo guy from 
Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog comes Um, out. Again, another character that's not often highlighted. Hades um, came out, correct? From Hercules, yeah. yeah. And I love Hercules. Mm -hmm. I love Hocus Pocus. So I was loving that. And Oogie Boogie was creepy. I will say, be it Jack from Nightmare Before Christmas or Oogie Boogie or the voodoo um, guy from Princess and the Frog, all of the characters are done really, really well. I mean, none of them look cheeseball. They all look good. But again, as a grown-up, um, I, I, I could have seen the fireworks, and I could have seen the parade, and then just went on rides. So if you're listening to this and you are planning just a grown-up trip and you're a little tired, don't feel bad missing the Hocus Pocus show. Because I didn't. I would actually just use it as an opportunity to go on on some rides. Because again, that's the great thing about this. Because it is a ticketed event, so attendance is limited. Um, I found when I was there solo, I rode one of the most popular rides at Magic Kingdom. I rode the mine ride, and I only had a 15-minute wait. Um, Which is unheard of. Unheard of. Even on a slow day, you're looking at about a 30-minute wait. I waited 15 minutes. And, again, I got there late. I didn't even get there at the beginning of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. I got there late. And I still only had a 15-minute wait. Space Mountain, I checked several times, um, had just a 20-minute wait. That was the maximum. That was the biggest wait that I ever had. So, again, you know, when you're when you're deciding whether or not you're going to do this, you do have to weigh, is it worth it for my family? Because it is, it is an additional, like, $100 per person. So, is it worth it? I would say yes. If you're having trouble getting your fast passes for some rides that you really want at Magic Kingdom, this is a great opportunity without the Orlando heat beating down on you to get on some of your favorite rides. Yeah. You're space. busy. What do you, you're busy like scanning the internets there. What are you, what are you looking at? I'm trying to find like names of things oh, so okay. I can accurately describe this for people. Oh, Sorry. Like, what are you doing? It's over been there? like a couple months. I can't, oh. I got to refresh my memory and I've been cocktailing. I, oh, okay. Forgive me. Oh, no. I was like, what are you doing over there? No, I'm listening. Um, The biggest ride that I think is the biggest change and the coolest for everyone that's different for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is Space Mountain because it's in total darkness. Yeah. That is – I said I mentioned overlays for rides on on Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. They do the same thing for for, um, holiday, for the holiday season as well. They'll do overlays. Is, I think that's what the, the term that they call them. But, yeah, for Fancy overlays. overlays. But for Space Mountain, it is a little different for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And, again, 20 minutes. That's that's really good for Space Mountain. And uh, I went on Astro Orbiter. That was about 10 minutes. This was on my solo trip. And then um, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, zero weight. I rode that like three times in a row. Which is so fun at night. At night, it's a totally different ride. So to me, it was worth the extra money. If you have it, it was worth the extra money just to kind of get the park a little more empty without the Orlando sun beating down on you. With the cool decorations, I, I mean, I entered the park immediately and this very sweet cast member were selling these like illuminated necklaces. She goes, I think you need one of these Halloween necklaces. I said, I think you are right. And I bought one of those necklaces and it just, I don't know. It's just a cool atmosphere. I love, I love the de- the decor of the season um, at the magic kingdom. So I personally, I think it's worth it. Did you overall think it was worth it? Yeah. And there's lots of things that we didn't do. Like you can go to that. Um, remember there was like that Cruella dessert party. Yeah. 
Um, you know, there's all kinds of, there's dance parties, there's all kinds of stuff like that that you can do if you're really into this and you want to make the most of it. But for us, it was just, we were kind of there to see the parade, see the fireworks, see what's different and then enjoy the rides and then get the hell out of there. We did do some food too. Um, so remember we had that cupcake. I cannot remember the name of it. Oh, it's the Hocus Pocus themed cupcake at at Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, but I can't remember the name of it, but it looks super cool. But oh my god, is it it's sweet. so sweet! It is so unbelievably sweet. I hold on a minute. I can find it because I have it. You can see a picture of it on the Two Fairy Godfathers Instagram account. Which, by the way, if you're listening to this in real time, we are doing a series of reviews. I'm literally looking at a picture of it right here, and I just can't find the. Name oh, it's all right. It. I got it. Um, we're really uh, literally doing a, a, a series of reviews of the food. At um, the International Food and Wine Fest. So, a muck, a muck, a muck cupcake. That's right. <laughs> yeah. A muck, yeah. A muck cupcake at uh, Starbucks. Too sweet. And it said it, I believe it said it had caramel in it. Let me read my review that I said. Oh, it has baked peanut butter chips, chocolate candy bits, and toffee. It's filled with a caramel sauce and topped with edible cake cauldron, iced with chocolate buttercream, and garnished with a white chocolate decoration. I got to tell you, it was just a sugar bomb to me, and none of the flavors that I just listed came through for me. Well, and black icing is always kind of anyway. Yeah, you you look like you have bad dental work. But, but remember the other thing that we actually had that you enjoyed um, over in Tomorrowland, we went to um, Merchants of Venice. Oh yeah, and we had that like the candy corn, the pumpkin candy corn, like Sunday, which sounds fairy friend sounds disgusting. But it was actually better than I thought it was going to yeah, be. It's pumpkin soft serve, which I was like, I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin, but I'm not either. Whatever. So we'll try it, and then it had candy corn and caramel, I believe, on top. Not bad. I mean, and look, uh, you got you kind of got your stomach was like. Well, at, after you know, like five or six bites, it's like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. So uh, bottom line, but there's all there's yes. a ton more. There's those Jack Skellington push pops. They're so cool. There's so there's so many things. Disney Food Blog has a really good rundown of all the foods. If you're a foodie, it is a mecca. It's just, girl, as you can guess, when you're there one night, it is hard to eat your ass way through that thing. It's like, okay, we got three things and had to leave. Because, again, it's late, late at night, too, and you don't want all that stuff in your belly. Mm-hmm. So let us know if you've tried some um, special treats at Mickey's. Not so scary Halloween party. What you thought? Maybe I'll like that cupcake. I did not like that cupcake. So. And yeah, what other things did you try and like? Because yeah, like we're just two people, and yeah. we can't do it all. No. So bottom line, I I I said it before. It's worth it, grownups. If you want easy access to rides, you don't want to be in the heat. You love Halloween. Say, if you love Halloween, oh, yeah. this is for you. It's I mean, it's really cool, and it puts you in the spirit. Because we were there, like I was there in August, and I'm the type that's like. One holiday at a time. Yeah, me too. I was not in the Halloween spirit because I'm like, it's August. But I got to tell you, the moon is out. It is dark. It was cool. It was awesome. They really make you feel like it's Halloween. So there we go. Well, guys, thank you so much. That does it again for us. Thank you for your patience again. You know, we're hooking up this home studio. We're getting it. And we drop an episode God willing. Most on Mondays. Most Mondays. No, we <laughs> do. No. Mondays are for fairies. We will deliver a new episode to you. Thank you for your patience. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. Yeah, you can find us at Two Fairy Godfathers on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have any questions, leave them right there. And who knows, you could end up on a future episode. Thanks, fairy friends. See you next week. Bye.